Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Way Too Wifey. I'm your host, Respectfully Gabby, and in this podcast, we talk all things dating and relationships in this modern day. And if you're new here, hi, my name is Gabby. I'm an online dating coach where I help you transform your confidence to live your best lives inside and outside of a relationship. If you are someone who struggles with confidence, never know what's going wrong in your relationship, always in a situationship, can't get them to commit, always feeling like second best, no one ever loves me, I got you. I got your back. It's something that I've been through. I've been there. I know how to get out of it. I've helped so many people at this point get themselves inside of healthy and loving relationships. So if that's what you're looking for, please hit that link in my bio to find out a little bit more about the packages that I have to offer. Guys, I moved rooms. I need to talk about this because there was a lizard in my room and I freaked out. I'm not, I cannot stand lizards. I don't know where the thing is. I don't know where this lizard is at now. It could be in this fucking room, but somewhere in this house and I I'm terrified every night going to bed. I just think of The Parent Trap and if you haven't watched The Parent Trap, why have you not watched The Parent Trap? Also, she has like a lizard crawl up her face and I swear to God if I woke up with a fucking lizard on my face, I would die. I would literally burn this house down and I would move immediately so anyway that's why I'm in a different room I literally changed rooms because I didn't want to have lizard problems (laughs) even though it could be anywhere at this point so pray for me (laughs) if you could please leave that five star rating on apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you're watching this um hit that like button if you're watching this on youtube subscribe turn on that bell notification so you'll never miss another episode i was thinking about this the other day and i wanted to kind of just thank you for watching this because there are so many podcasts out there that have really useful information that are super entertaining that are super high level production and then there's me sitting in a bedroom recording in front of like a janky camera (laughs) but thank you for listening like this really honestly means so much i was looking at my um how many people listen to this on like spotify and i hadn't been keeping track of the numbers for like a couple of weeks and when i looked back i was like holy shit a lot of people are listening to me right now and this is kind of like a weird unusual thing but thank you i'm very blessed and thank thankful for every single one of you that's watching i just wanted to say that it kind of like hit me i'm like holy shit like what i have been doing this for like a little over a year now and i did not even think that anyone was going to listen to this or that i would even have it in me to keep this a consistent type of thing so thank you I really truly mean that i you could be listening to anyone right now and you're choosing to listen to me so thank you i know that that like I could probably shut the fuck up right now and just keep moving but I really wanted to say that I do appreciate it at this point it can't just be like my friends so (laughs) um because I don't know that many people but I do know a lot of people actually but anyway if you're just watching this hey what's up hello (laughs) if you're watching this because you want to know thank you and I appreciate regardless I appreciate you regardless but let's get into the fucking episode you guys so I've been on like an on an love island type tip (laughs) and i have been you know my life has been consumed with love island it's something that every summer i look forward to i'm a big love island girl if you're a fan let's talk about it because i have (laughs) no friends that watch this i i was watching it i was um i'm still watching the uk one i'm like mid-season on that one 
haven't caught up yet, but I'm fully caught up with the USA one. And I know a lot of people don't like the USA one because it's like, uh, boring, whatever. Here's the thing with the USA one. I was watching it and Bergy, if you know, you know, if you watch it, I'm just, if you don't watch it, let me just give like a quick background. Bergy, he's just like a sweet boy, right? Like the guy that is like always friend zoned. He's like not bad looking, but he puts himself in the friend zone. It made me think like there's so many guys out there that would be great guys, but they're put so far into the friend zone. And then on the other hand of that, there's girls, there was a girl, I forgot um, which one this happened with because I'm like in between both seasons, so it's confusing me. I probably shouldn't do this, but one of the girls is like, I'm always pig second, like I'm never anyone's first choice. You know, I'm tired of being like the second option. And I was like, oh my God, I used to say that all the time. Like I was always someone's second option. I was always picked second. I was never like the front runner. It sucked. And I feel like they're kind of similar. You're dealing with the same kind of problem because I, I feel like girls get friend zoned a lot less. In a sense, it's kind of the same thing because you're letting that person allow you to be an option, right? But you're not the top option. I was watching Love Island and it made me kind of think like I need to make an episode on being friend zoned because I think that's something being friend zoned or put as a second option because I think it's the same thing. It's kind of the same thing, right? One's a little bit more far left, but I think it's the same concept and I wanted to get into it because I think that we've all kind of experienced this. If you, you know, deal with like low self-esteem, a lot of people come to me clients or now as like friends or whatever and like why is it that I'm always the second best like I date someone and then they find their person and then they come back to me because they're bored they realize that I wasn't a bad option it's like you were never a bad option first of all let's start there we teach people how to treat us right and how we want to be treated so I think that's where it stems from and I think a lot of people that deal with this, that feel like they're always friend zoned or feel like they are always second best, I think we're telling people that we're always going to be around for them, that we're always going to be an option for them. So of course, naturally, I think that if someone knows that you're always going to be there for them, that you're always going to be an option, it's going to make it that much easier for them to go off and like explore other options while they still have you on the side. And I think a lot of people that deal with this don't know where this is, that this is stemming from, how to change it. So I wanted to get into that today and kind of, you know, help out the, the friend zoners. I've talked to a lot of guys actually that ask for help and like being friend zoned. I want to get into both sides. It's, it's a struggle and I don't think a lot of people know how to get out of that box. It's, it's tough to climb out of the box, but it's so doable. It's subtle things that will put you so far into a box of like, I can keep them for later. I mean this analogy and absolutely no disrespect at all, but if you are always a second option or always in the friend zone, I need you to listen to this analogy. You are being looked at as the frozen meal. What do I mean by the frozen meal? It's the reliable option, right? And maybe you're a Trader Joe's frozen meal. People enjoy eating this. People will buy this every single day, right? But it's not the first option. Like a fresh meal, a meal at a restaurant, takeout, whatever is always gonna be the first option. 
But the frozen meal, you can save it for later. You don't necessarily have to eat it that week or it's going to go bad. It's always going to be there as an option in case you get hungry or in case you had a drunk night out and you want to get back and you're like, oh, you know what? I have these nuggets that I can throw in the oven. The thing with that is that, yes, it's a nice option, but it's not the best option. How do you get yourself from being that frozen meal option into a fresh option is having boundaries and standards. I hate when people say like, oh, like girls never go for the nice guy. It's like, that's not the case at all. It's the fact that you have to have boundaries and standards for yourself. If you're willing to accept anything and take anything, let people walk all over you, not have like a strong core. If you're willing to abandon yourself for someone else, someone that you're really interested in, if you leave all of who you are to be in this relationship, girls aren't going to trust you enough to want to be with you and i think that that is like really what it comes down to it's not we love a fucking nice guy and i think that i wish men could understand this it's not the fact of you being nice it's the fact that you're willing to abandon yourself for someone else being over the top too nice always available if you're putting everything out there you're so willing to give someone your all there's no bit of mystery of even wondering whether or not okay like maybe he does like me and don't make this a fucking game either play your cards right if you're throwing yourself into like it has to happen right now I'm, I'm like trying to control the dynamic and suffocating you so you have no room to breathe or even think about this people are going to be turned off by this and I think that this isn't always the case guys that are always friend zoned I think there's it could be one of two things either being over the top like I'm ready to jump into a relationship with you and like you're throwing yourself into um, being with someone so quickly it's like it's very suffocating and it feels like I need some spray some space to breathe you are giving me way too much in Bergie's case on Love Island if you know you know he throws himself at people and it's like a slow down i hate it when men say that nice guys finish last or like women never go for the nice guys or the nice guys are overlooked here's the thing it's not that we don't like nice guys because i think a guy who is nice who has his masculinity who is assured in, in himself isn't afraid to say no okay on his own we respect that so fucking much that guy is gonna have hella success in dating whereas man without direction will turn to people pleasing for validation and acceptance from someone and when he's looking for that acceptance within a woman she's gonna notice that right away either consciously or subconsciously and not respect you as a result of that the men that put the women on a pedestal and cling to her and I think it's really what it comes down to is when you're clinging on to something so much and it has to happen and like you can feel that energy as a woman especially but I, men feel this way too when you're clinging on to something like it has to happen it's scary as fuck and like no one ever wants to feel like they're suffocated by anyone else especially when it's in the very beginning why are you clinging to this so hard why are you abandoning yourself and your own standards and trying to please me so much it's questionable now it's you don't have any respect for yourself now a man who's fully in his masculinity has direction knows what he wants is going to get what he wants because he's standing true and who he is and women will cling to that so quickly. If you're looking to get out of the frozen meal section and into the very first option, 
you have to have the boundaries so firm that you're not willing to take any bullshit in the beginning stages allow them to see other options allow them to be themselves and do what they want to do figure it out on their own and if they're not reciprocating your type of energy i think the energy has to have a flow if you're giving way too much and they're giving this much they're always going to keep you as an option because they know if they were to leave that situation if they were to move on to something else and fuck around with someone else they know that you're going to always be there because you're giving them so much of course they're going to explore their other options while they have the chance to do so until you put your foot down and say i'm not dealing with this anymore this is what i want this is what i expect until you're willing to give up your people pleasing ways you're always going to be that second option you're always going to be the option where someone can do what they want to do they can date around they can which is fine you should let someone date around in the beginning but as soon as you start to get serious and the feelings are starting to get there you have to have to lay down the law somewhere don't be afraid to walk away from any situation where you feel taken advantage of or you feel like that person is leaving you as an option you're they're not they're only seeing you when it's convenient for them or use you when they need you and then drop you when they don't need you and they have their own lives and their own friends and their own dates that they're going on don't let them use you as an option you are the first option and if you don't think that if you allow people to just treat you on the sidelines that's how they're going to treat you for the years to come you're probably not ever going to get into a relationship with this person if you're always going to be there no matter what because why would they commit fully to you you're giving them no reason to fully commit to you because you're giving them everything already it's like why would i tie myself down to someone that is always going to be there if i step away and do whatever i want they're still going to be there so why would i not just keep them on the sidelines if they want to put me on a pedestal and you know bow down to me and allow me to do whatever i'm gonna do whatever i think that there's a lot of people that are like okay this is a really good person to have around in case i need them i knew someone that he was obsessed with this girl oh my god this is my person whatever and she would call him around whenever she like needed something like oh hey can you help me fix my car or um, hey, I got a, like a flat tire. Can you come help me with that? Or like, hey, I just moved into my apartment. Do you mind um, like helping me build furniture? And then would just like drop him when she didn't need, need him and drop in occasionally. But it was always on her time. And I think that if you ever get yourself into a situation where you're allowing them to like all of the hangouts, all of the whenever you're seeing them, it's on their time instead of like oh it's convenient for both of us if you're always planning around their time if you're always meeting all of their needs they're going to look at you as a second option knowing when to lay down the law and be like hey look i have feelings for you if you don't have feelings for me back totally cool but let's keep it moving we can either be friends or whatever but i'm not going to stay around and like be an option for you because what it comes down to is you're allowing someone to treat you that way don't play the victim here i used to play the victim and be like oh like what's wrong with me like everyone always uses me as a second option but i'm giving them so much like it doesn't make sense to me what more can i give you're giving too much that's what it is that's what it comes down to 
if you feel like you are being a second option, you are giving too much. Take a step back, be in your own space, figure your own life out. I think what's attractive is when someone is living in their purpose, willing to walk away from any situation that doesn't serve them, willing to walk away from anyone that feels like they're being used by and not throwing yourself and being clingy towards anyone. Because when you're living in purpose, when you're living your highest truth, you're not going to look at someone else as a direction. You're not going to look at him as like your savior to all of your problems. I used to do that. I'm not even going to lie. I used to look at not a savior to all of my problems, but I didn't know like what I wanted out of life. So I figured if I were to jump into a relationship that whatever direction that he was going in, I would hop on board with him and just play the wife or play like the girlfriend and be a support system to him and and this is like I really truly think that this right here is supposed to be part of the lessons that I'm supposed to learn in this life truly deep down it's been in like all of my fucking birth chart readings it's like when I put too much um of my energy in someone else's path then I get lost and like it that's like the ongoing message of like my life I'm glad now that I have my own direction I'm doing my own thing I love what I do I'm helping people. It feels fantastic. I know know what I'm not willing to settle for. Sometimes I do creep into slowly being like, okay, fine, like a little bit of a people pleaser tendency here and there. And I'm like, snap out of it, Gabby. Like, this is not what we're doing. We're leaving that shit behind. And I think that eventually it'll get to a good point. I think I'm in a really good state right now. But there's there's tendencies and there's times where those types of things come up. But being aware of them and knowing when to stop them is huge and it's so important. If you feel that you are constantly being friend-zoned, always second chance, I want to say this, add in another section to this being friend-zoned thing because I think that there's a whole other section of men that I didn't even address in this. I'll get there. But if you feel like you are this resonates with you of being put second and like being on the back burner that's why get your own shit together first focus on your boundaries focus on being your best person that's what's going to make you attractive the whole other subsection of guys being put in the friend zone because i i know that there's a few guys that i'm thinking of like off the top of my head that have come to me about being friend zoned the whole other subsection is you're allowing too much comfort from women you may be lacking that masculinity of you now you're like one of the girls with her like you're playing like the girlfriend part that she can talk about boys with and you're being the best friend that like all of the girls want to have around like the guy with so many girlfriends but never can tie one of them down this is the kind of guy that i'm talking about you're focused too much on just being friends instead of putting her automatically in a romantic kind of setting if this is something that you struggle with first date needs to be a romantic setting because if she can't feel that zhuzh, she's going to automatically put you in the friend zone box i think that you unintentionally are doing this for these types of men i think that they are unintentionally putting themselves in the friend zone by being so quickly like oh like one of her girlfriends that she like talks to and like she feels really comfortable and safe with you and gonna hit you up about all her boy problems because now she um, feels that comfortable with you. I think that there is sometimes you need to lay down your foot and be like, I'm not one of your girlfriends. 
find one of your girlfriends to talk about this with cool we can start off as friends i think beautifully what will happen is that friends maybe turns into something more but for me i think i'm gonna put you in one side of the box or another and if i see you as just a friend it's really hard for me to get you out of that box you know there has to be a little bit of flirting if you're only strictly just being friends then just be friendly if that's all you want but if you're into a girl and you constantly see yourself getting into the friend zone if you're into a girl guys if you're into a girl fucking flirt with her and it doesn't have to be like make her uncomfortable flirt with her some comments drop some little hints she can pick it up and run with it i think what happens is that you're so kind so nice so understanding that you put yourself in the friend zone and if you just put yourself into the friend zone like that it's really hard for women to get you get outside of that box and think about you romantically so putting yourself in a romantic setting where you're flirting and there's like a little bit of banter and the last thing you want to do is comfort zone for her where she's like oh yeah I love him but like as a friend and now all of the other guys that she talks to she's going to come to you for advice that's if you're into a girl show a little bit show a little bit of flirting and don't make her uncomfortable but like a little drop some hints here and there like oh like what what if we ended up together how funny would that be or like something so small see how she reacts now you know moving forward if you guys are already if you're already too far in the friend zone with her it is what it is move on to the next person but now you know how to handle it it's flirt from the beginning because it's really hard as a woman to get you outside of the friend friend zone box flirt from the beginning once we put you in the box it's hard for us to navigate outside of that and the thing is i get that you want to make her feel comfortable and you want to build that friendship first but there has to be little tidbits of like I'm flirting with you just so you know that I'm interested and then eventually if it gets to the point where you're not sure and it's from the beginning that you've dropped the hints of being flirty then there needs to be a conversation of like hey I'm by the way I'm like catching feelings I'm into you what are we doing here I kind of made this for the guys low-key but I also think that the girls that watch this I think a majority of my audience is girls but I, I did want to address this because I feel like a lot of guys have come to me about being in the friend zone or being a second option I think that it's very common for women to feel like a second option and um, we don't talk about that enough have your own boundaries you don't need to be clingy with anyone you don't need anyone know that that you are fucking so secure and whole on your own that you don't need anyone but it would be nice to tag along your journey wanting someone is completely okay most people want someone in their lives whether they want to admit it or not but you know it is what it is that is it for this week's episode and i hope you enjoyed i hope that maybe there is a piece or nugget of two three or four <laughs> that you could take from this i feel like this is a really good topic that not a lot of people talk about and if you feel like you're just like the nice person that always gets overlooked and always there there's a time and place to put your foot down don't let people walk all over you okay bottom line you're not a punching bag don't take bullshit if you feel like you're being an option it's because they think of you as an option you can fully get yourself out of there and walk away whenever you need to also have the conversation it's not that hard people are so quick to walk away from anything that feels uncomfortable 
but have a conversation it's really not that hard if they turn you down so fucking what there's so many people out there that are wanting you and would be so open to have you there's people that are praying for you right now there's people that want you so bad in their lives that have not even met you yet so if one person's like basically telling you to kick rocks or like showing you that they want you to kick rocks go fucking kick some rocks in a different direction you know kick some rocks at them fuck them bye anyway that's it that's it for this week and i will see you all next tuesday